0: welcome 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 to woman in light i am so excited that you are tuned in to woman in light i am excited because this is the first episode of season one y'all like god has taken this assignment and picked it up off the like he's allowed me to pick it up off the ground just by acting in the act of obedience so to be able to see this happening you know, to be in this moment, it is really and truly a blessing. And I am so grateful that God has chosen me and has trusted me to carry out this assignment. And I'm glad that you are tuned in to hear what God has deposited in me to share with you. And 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 so that when we can embark on this woman online journey together, y'all. Like this is amazing. And so you know, just a little bit about me. Like to even be in this moment right here. Like I'm coming from the background of not having anything social media, okay. Um, being fearful to get into having a social media, let alone even creating a podcast. Um, so this is a major leap for me in life. Like I, <laughs> some people may be like, "Girl, you're such a dork," or "You're such a unicorn," and that may very well be true, but. You know, it has been a long time coming um, with just this um, task at hand, with this assignment at hand that God has placed over my life. Um, So, you know, I know that you guys may have been looking at the description and have read the title about this episode. And it is titled No Boundaries with a question mark at the end. And please, y'all, don't don't disqualify me yet. Okay, don't don't disqualify me yet. Okay. Because you guys see no boundaries. And I know that in the generation we live in, in the society we live in, a lot of things are boundary driven. Okay. And that's okay. I'm not against boundaries because if truth be told, I was a person that was all about boundaries. Like certain, like I would not let people in. I would shut out. You know, I would um move in certain ways just to kind of protect my values and not compromise my morals and um and who I want people to see me as right um all of that stemmed from boundaries, and so God had to begin to break things down he really did he had to start breaking things down in a way that I could only understand how to keep maneuvering, even when it felt uncomfortable, while God was, you know, shifting things in my life and revealing things to me about myself that, you know, I never really took notice of. And so with that, y'all, like, I just want you guys, I encourage you guys to, you know, keep an open mind and also, too, I also want to encourage and urge you that if you haven't already, go to Facebook and search for Woman in Light and like and follow and share it with somebody else. You know what I mean? Um, especially if you feel like what I'm what I'm giving out that God has allowed me to um, is benefiting you, and you see it to benefit somebody else. You know what I mean? Let's not be greedy. Let's share the love. Let's share. Let's share the wisdom. Let's share the knowledge. Let's share what God has for us. Right? So, um, and while you're at it, if you haven't checked out the Woman in Light website, please do so at womaninlight.org, okay? So, with that, we're just going to go ahead and dive right on into our topic of discussion about no boundaries. So, um, like many, I have boundaries, and in the time that we live in, in the world that we live in right now, um, we are headstrong about boundaries. We're headstrong about not compromising our values. We're headstrong on protecting our feelings, protecting our um, our bubble, you know what I mean? And And everything that's within that bubble or within our circle, we're trying to protect it. And in order to do that, a lot of times we set boundaries. So, and the thing is, is that we have boundaries in so many different areas of our lives that, you know, sometimes without us even recognizing that our boundaries are overflowing into other areas of our lives that we didn't necessarily intend for it to it does you know because we're constantly on the move and we're constantly like listen don't cross me listen don't talk to me like that listen don't do this listen don't take me for granted and all these different things and we set these boundaries that when it comes now to you know getting into position um and, and and building a relationship with Christ it's like we feel kind of blocked we feel like we're not being heard we feel like God what's up what you doing like I'm praying you know I'm, I'm on the level where I know I can pray or I'm on the level where you have me right now and I don't feel like I'm experiencing the fullness of what you have for me why is that and so if that may not have been a question for you, or maybe it has been a question that you didn't really know how to formulate it, and I just did that for you, great, because that has been a question for me. It really has. And I didn't even, up until this point, I didn't even really know how to formulate the question. I really didn't know how to, you know, come to God and be like, God, what's going on? Like, I don't even understand what's going on. Like, I'm praying, but I'm not seeing nothing. I'm praying, but I'm not hearing you. I'm praying and I'm seeking you, but I'm not finding you. Like, what's up? Like, I'm getting little sprinkles here and there. And I believe in you and I know that you're real. But I'm not really getting the outcome that I anticipated when I went into prayer some years ago or maybe last night or maybe a week ago or a month ago. Who knows? You know what I mean? But that was the question. That was the the overall thing that was on my mind um, when I would posture myself in God's presence and one thing that God said was I need you to do some self inventory sis I need you to reevaluate who you've cultivated yourself to be over the years and I'm like what exactly do you mean by that and so as I continued to get myself into prayer and I, I, I started to build that relationship God has started revealing to me like you know Maybe you need to start letting your guard down a little bit. Um, Start turning away from your own ways and try to find and seek what my ways are for your life. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like that wisdom, God. I like that revelation because, you know, sometimes we are often, when we get into a pickle or we get into a jam, we oftentimes be like, God, help us right now. But we don't even really sit back to hear what God has to say. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, God, I'm praying to you. I need you right now. And then it's like, you know, we get a phone call or we have to go to work or we have to go to school or we have to tend to the kids or we have to do some wife duties or something. And we just know that we sent a prayer up, but we don't know what God is requiring from us to know that these prayers that we've prayed is going to get answered. And so... Anyways, to get to the point that I'm trying to get to is I was in that position where it's like I'm praying and I'm praying and I'm praying, but I'm not seeing the fullness of what I'm praying for come into flourishing, right? And so with God telling me that I needed to reevaluate myself, one of the things or the revelation that hit me like a ton of bricks, right? Was the fact that I was so boundary driven, right? And what I meant what I mean by that is um I set boundaries for everything, you know, because I was so uh, headstrong on protecting my values, protecting my feelings, protecting my persona, protecting my space. And then when I I, I had my first kid, it was like, now I got to protect him. I got to protect his values. I got to protect his, you know, his well-being. And then, you know, I have a husband and then I had another kid and then it's just like I got to I I set these boundaries to protect. Protect us and create privacy. I think that's the biggest thing for me. My biggest thing was creating boundaries that will um, allow for me to have privacy, right? And so that turned into me shying away from social media um, sh- and then shying away from, you know, people to a certain degree, except for like, you know, my childhood or my high school friends. Um, or, you know, my family. And so w- with that, it was just kind of like, okay, I created this boundary specifically for privacy. Um, and to us and, and also for protection. And so when God started saying to me, like reevaluate, and I started seeing that it was just kind of like, now G- God telling me like, now you have to understand from that From that root or from that cause of you creating a boundary, it now created a domino effect where that one boundary started overflowing in different areas of my life. So it's like say if I go to work it's like I'm to myself by myself with myself I'm just there to do my work that's it get my check go home you know what I mean in school it's like okay I go to school I'm there like I had tunnel vision I had tunnel vision it's like I didn't really care to be that socialite I didn't really care to hear about anything else that was happening around me um I was just there for a purpose and a and that purpose only And God is like, well, how do you expect for me to use you? How do you expect for me to use you when you don't even want to talk to your brothers and your sisters in Christ? Like, you may not know them, you know, but they are your brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter what background they come from, what background you're from. You know, you're just so focused on this one in particular thing. And it stems from that boundary. It's like, okay, I'm not here to make friends necessarily. I'm not here to get to know anybody. And I don't really care for anybody to get to know me like that. But... You know, that's not what God wants for me. God is like, listen, I've given you a story. I've given, your life is my story is what God told me. And I need for my story to be expelled to the world. I need for the world to know who I am and who I can be and what I can do. And that I'm still performing miracles. And I need you to be that example. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I am I mean, talk about a brain explosion. I was like, wow. I'm like, okay. So this is deep, <laughs> you know, I'm like these boundaries that I've created is deep. And then the and then the other thing is, is that with that boundary that turned into boundaries, right, it was like fear started festering um, when it came to God telling me to do things or when it came to God placing an assignment over my life. It was like. Fear was festering, and I didn't know how much fear had grown within me creating that boundary. Right? Now, please, let me, let me, let me say this. I am not against boundaries because I do believe that we do to a certain extent have to have some type of boundary. Right? We can't, especially with the especially living in the world and the day and the times that we're living in. We we do have to to an extent. You know, protect ourselves, but not so much so that God can't even come in and speak to us um, and, and say what he has to say and do what he has to do because our boundaries are overflowing. You know, our boundaries are overshadowing who God is trying to be in our lives, you know, and then and it's even crazier when we don't recognize that I did not recognize that. I did not recognize that when I get into prayer that, you know, I'm, I'm asking God for these things, but then I'm not allowing him to do what he, what I'm asking him to do because my boundaries are so like, so strong in my life that it's even seeping into my relationship with Christ. It's even seeping into, you know, my prayer with Christ, my devotion with Christ. You know what I mean? So I had to really kind of do some self evaluating and really be like, you know what, God, you're right. I, I I really need to start trying to cut back on these boundaries because I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out on what you have for me. I don't want, you know, to be the one that that say, you know what, God, if only I would have known this before, I don't want to be that person. You know, (laughs) I already feel like I've lost some time in doing what God has called me to do because of my boundaries. And so You know, I sit back and I think and I'm just like, man, (laughs) how strong are these boundaries? So I pose the question to you. I give you some food for thought. Like, when was the last time you've done some self inventory? Not in general, but just with your relationship with Christ. What boundaries do you feel that you can you know, cut back on that you feel has seeped into your relationship with Christ, whether it's hearing him, whether it's seeing the things he wants you to see, whether it's, you know, experiencing the things he wants you to experience, or maybe there's an assignment that God wants you to do, but your boundaries and the uncomfortability of you stepping into that assignment is prohibiting you from doing that. And so you missed out on time. So what are those things? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I had to sit back and, and really um, d- do some self-inventory on, you know? Um, and it takes me to... Like, I went ahead. It takes me to the point of, like, I started looking up the definition of boundaries, you know? And and the definition that popped up, is it says a line that marks the limit of an area or... Uh, It's kind of like when someone's used the term or the statement, uh, drawing the line in the sand, meaning like there's an endpoint. And so I was like, man, like I have a lot of endpoints. I have a lot of endpoints. And you know, it may be funny. It's funny now when I look at it because I'm like, girl, you had some growing up to do, and thank the Lord He had the patience and the grace to see you through it to to get to this point where I could look back and be like, haha, that was funny. Like I was off the chain, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but um, God is good because um, I had a boundary where it's like I I am intentional. I'm, I'm intentional about having a nap a day, <laughs> okay? Um, and when my husband is home and my four-year-old is home and my nine-year-old is home, like, they, they know, like, don't mess with mommy. <laughs> my four-year-old would be like, mommy's sleeping. Like, you know, because his dad would be like, go ask mommy. And I'd be like, mm-mm. Mm-mm, I'm sleep. I'm sleep. <laughs> so they know I am intentional about naps. I love my sleep. I love, I love to get my beauty sleep, especially when you're a mom and your mind is constantly going, 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 going. And you have time to just rejuvenate. And then when you wake up, you feel like a whole fresh bar of Dove So like, you're like, oh my gosh, like I feel so fresh. I feel like I can take on the rest of the day, right? So if I'm like that for my naps, Just imagine how I am when it's like time to shut down everything for the night, you know, get in the bed, go to sleep and just enjoy sleep until the next morning. Um, Well, God definitely showed me how deep of a boundary I had when it came with sleep on how much I did not want to be interrupted when I am sleeping. And so God, the Holy Spirit would just. Start convicting me to wake up will start unctioning me to wake up at like two three o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute now, like mm this is this is on some next level stuff right here, like I've never had to get up. I'm not even one of those people that will get up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. no like you're gonna have bladder you're gonna have to wait till till morning time, sunrise, you know. Call it what you want, sis. I know, TMI, I'm sorry. But I'm just being truthful. Woman in Light is about transparency, okay? I need y'all to be able to relate to me. I need... (laughs) (laughs) To be able to relate to y'all, you know, so this is some transparency right here that we're we're talking about. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit started unctioning me and also convicting me when I would be like, nah, I'll just wait till like, like, give me till five o'clock in the morning or give me till six o'clock in the morning or give me until eight o'clock in the morning to get into the posture of prayer to hear from God and to pray and to worship and stuff. And the Holy Spirit will send a whole heap of conviction down like, uh-uh, get up. And I literally would not be able to go back to sleep once that unction of having to get up in the middle of the night is is there. And so, y'all, call me petty, but let me tell you, it's a new day. God, <laughs> God has worked on me, and I thank him so much for his patience and for his grace because at that time, at the start of me getting up, In the wee early of the morning, it's like, I I would get up with an attitude. It's like, if you think back to your childhood days, and it's, you know, your parents is like, it's time to get up to go to school, and you have, like, this whole attitude because you're like, uh-uh, like, I don't wanna get up. Like, that was me, that was me. If that was you, you can go to Facebook and you can comment whatever you like to do. But that was me. I would, I would have a whole attitude when six o'clock hit and I was in high school and it was just like, oh my gosh, I do not wanna get up right now. I, I had that same attitude when God would tell me it's time to get up. It's time to get up and posture yourself to hear from me, to pray to me, to send up your request, to gain revelation from me and wisdom, you know? Um, and so I, I would get up with an attitude that was it. And, but let me tell you something when I would, when I got over that stage of having an attitude and I would actually set the The atmosphere for me to actually get into prayer, mind you, like I would put the music on with an attitude. I would grab my little notebook and my Bible with an attitude and I'd be like, God, here I am. Like, I'm up. I'm up. Everybody else is asleep. But then God started saying, well, listen, you have this attitude right now and that's okay. I can handle this. Right. But just listen to how quiet it is. During your day, is busy, 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 busy. It's the kids. It's your husband. It's, you know, your mom. It's so many different things happening during your day. It's doctor's appointments. It's so many things. It's school. It's nursing. It's so many things that you're having to do. You don't even really have the time to listen to me like you would right now. That everything is quiet. Where half of the world is sleeping. Your kids are sleeping. Your husband is sleeping. You know, everybody is sleeping in the house. And here it is. You're up. And you can have this divine connection with me. And because you don't want to get up, hence a boundary, you don't want to get up you have this attitude. I'm like, wow. Talk about feeling like you just got told off spiritually. Like it, <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's a whooping. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Y'all, I was full. But God is so good because after I would, um, after that devotional, that devotion of time had come to an end for that moment, it was like, I felt so warm. I felt like you know how a child will feel when they're in their parents or their mother's arms. I felt like I felt bad enough at the end of that devotion that I had with God. I felt bad enough to be like, "What was wrong with you? Like sleep is sleep that good that you have to get an attitude with your father, with with Adonai, with with the one and only." God that is really true and living and loves you and carries grace and mercy for you and renews it every day. Like you had a whole attitude says just to walk out of here feeling as good as you as like feeling as good as new and feeling as good as you are feeling in that moment of warmth and comfort and, and, and love and peace and joy. You know, I literally, that's how it felt. And when I look at that, I laugh because I'm like, gosh, like that boundary of like, do not wake me up when I'm sleeping. Do not interrupt my sleep. You know, it that was a boundary. That was a boundary. And I knew it was a boundary because it was a boundary that I set when I would have my naps during the day at some point when I can squeeze it in. You know what I mean? But I was just like, wow, God, like this is I got to get over this. So then my next question that I would ask myself would be: how can I get over this? How how do I position myself to overcome this boundary that's clearly seeping through see, seeping through to our relationship? The relationship that I, I want, the relationship that I know that I can gain. A lot of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, peace, love, joy. And not only just having peace, but I'm talking about the peace that surpasses all understanding. When you're up against trials and tribulations. When you're up against the attack of the enemy. When you're up against, you know, the chaos that's happening in the world today. Like, you know, these are the things that God gives. He gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. And it just... It baffles me that I had so many boundaries that stopped me at a point in my life from experiencing that and really coming into grips of who God really is and who he really, really, really wants us to know who like how he can be to us, what he can do for us. You know, so um, it it brought it brings me to a point. A section in the Bible, um, the book of John, chapter twenty, right, where it talks about doubting Tom, one of one of Jesus' disciples that you know um, walked with him in his ministry while he was physically here on the earth, right. And it was it, it 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 hit me like a ton of bricks when I thought about it. And when the Holy Spirit began to send revelation my way in regards to everybody seeing Tom as just this doubter, he's a disciple, but he's he was a doubter. Right. And I was like, I couldn't see that, because, of course, when you read it, it's like, you know, when Jesus um, died and then he rose again, he went and he visited the disciples. At the, f- the first meet, he visited the disciples. It was 11 of them because Thomas wasn't there, right? Um, and if you know the story, great. And if you don't, well, sis, go back and read it. And if you do know it, still go back and read it because then you can kind of follow along with me to understand how I got to this point of questioning what boundaries did Thomas have that created him to be a doubter to an extent, you know? And so, um, you know, when Jesus came and he visited the disciples, Thomas wasn't there. So it was only 11 of the, of the disciples, but then Jesus came back again. Like, I think it said like eight days later and he, all of the disciples was there. But before that second visit, that second encounter Jesus had with his disciples, the disciples that saw Jesus before they were like, they had told Thomas when he came back, and was like, hey, Jesus lives. Jesus is not dead. <clears throat> Jesus Jesus is alive, man. Like, you know." And Thomas' reaction was, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I have to see the nail prints in his hands. I have to be able to put my fingers or, you know, put my hand through the nails in his hands. I have to see the gash on his side. I have to be able to touch that in order to be able to believe what you're telling me right and going back to going back to understanding what the term the the definition for the term boundary is is to to know that something comes to an end it's an end point of something it's an end point in, an, in a certain area and to Thomas it could have been Jesus died and we all seen and witnessed him, him dying so that's the end point we don't I don't we don't believe in you know Somebody rising out of a tomb, folding the linens that they were um, wound with, and then coming back and saying, hey, I'm here. That's the mentality, you know, Thomas had. And essentially, if you look at the root of it, it's a boundary. It is legit a, ba- a boundary because it's it's the end point. It's like, okay, his life ended and we saw it on the cross. So how are you now telling me that Jesus is, is living as much as I would want to? Because, of course, Thomas, all his disciples loved Jesus, all, all of Jesus's disciples loved him and they walked close with him and they saw the miracles. They saw the signs. They saw the wonders. They saw a multitude of people coming and being healed and being transformed and being delivered, you know, from all of these different, um, afflictions and things that people, you know, still even in this day are affected with. Right. But so for Thomas to, and to see that and walk with Christ so closely And then for him to doubt that, you know, he's not, he has not risen or he's not alive because he literally saw Jesus on the cross and saw what the Romans did to him, you know, it was just like, oh, like like, there's no way, there's no way. There is no way that he could be living. There's no way that he could be alive. Like what y'all telling me is crazy. I don't believe this. And in order for me to believe this, this is what I need to, I need this type of proof to see that. But God knows, God knows better than anybody. Jesus knows better than anybody how to handle us. And sure enough, he came back again. And that's when he came back the eight days later. And then he, you know, he um he sh- he he showed Thomas he said Thomas you don't believe? Well here, put your hand through through my hand. You know, touch my side. These are the things that you said you wanted. So here it is. Do it. And that's when when Thomas became a believer again. You know, that's when he became well not even again, but it's that's when Thomas became came into believing that Jesus had risen. That Jesus was still alive, right? And or that Jesus conquered death, right? Um, because when we think about death, we think of that just like a boundary as well. I mean, I, I can see death being death being a boundary. It's like, okay, that's the end point of something. That's a line drawn in the area of life. And overall, like, overall, that's the line um that ends life is death, right? That's what we think, but then Jesus died so that we can live, you know. But, anyways. Um, I it just made me sit back and look and and question and be like, God, like what could have possibly been the boundary that Thomas created for himself even before he was chosen as one of your disciples? Like what what boundaries did he create for him to to be now looked at as a doubter? Because now even like I said, like even going back to me, you know, um when I look at the the boundary of just setting that I set for just having privacy, it like I said, it festered fear. And then when it came to God and my relationship with him and growing in my faith and 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 progressing in my faith and maturity, right? It then put me in a situation where it's like God is asking me to complete an assignment. He's asking me to carry out an assignment, and now I'm feeling inadequate. Now I'm feeling like okay, well, I've, you know, I've been off the scene since high school. Like I, I, you know, I don't, what are people going to think of me? You know what I mean? Like what, what are people even going to listen to me? Like people gonna be like, who is this girl? Like what, where she came from, you know? And it's just like, and then being the fact that I'm talking about, you know, uh, um, um, Christ. And I'm talking about drawing closer to him. It's just like, are people going to take me serious? You know, like I've been living this private life. Like nobody knows nothing about me, but then God was just like, you may be feeling inadequate, but you have to understand that. I know that you are, you're, you're, you're built for the job. You're built for this assignment I've created and I've allowed for things to happen. And I've allowed for you to grow in these areas because I know that you are adequate for the assignment. You, you, you are more than an overcomer, you know, you can overcome fear. And it's, and, and I was just like, okay, God, I see exactly what you're saying. And, and not only do I see it, but I'm starting to believe it, especially in the act of getting this woman in light, um, assignment up off the ground and, and, and really walking it out and, and seeing everything unfold before my eyes that God promised me. Right. So it's 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 literally like I said before, an a miracle before, you know, an a miracle before my eyes. Because something that I would have shut out and said, nah, this ain't me. Um, if you would have asked me to do this, I would have been like, nah, no. But then God is like, with me, all things are possible. And so with that, it's, you know, it's an amazing um revelation that I've gotten that makes me be like. I want to draw back on boundaries, (laughs) you know, but God also, too, you know, I want to draw back um, on my boundaries to where it doesn't prohibit you or it doesn't stop you from doing what it is that you need to do in my life now orchestrate me in such a way that in areas of my life that I do need boundaries with certain individuals until you say, you know, until you give me the go to draw back a little bit in certain areas, then okay. You know, I, I will do that. But until then, you know, God, I just want to work on my boundaries, not being there for you because you're a God that operates out of time. You, you're not a limit. You're not a limited god. You're a limitless god. And so, being that he's so big and we try to box him in into the into what our criteria is or into what our boundaries look like or into what our lives um look like, God, God can't work in that. He can't work in that. He's too big for that. He is really too big for that and we have to allow him to be big in our lives if we're trying to expand. And when you say yes, you know, when you say yes to God, your yes isn't just for that moment. Your yes is forever. Your yes is going to carry you and expand you because God is looking at, okay, they said yes. So, let me let me put it to the test. Let me let me see how far they're going to take that yes. And as long as you have you know, the faith and it says it in the Bible as faith as little as a mustard seed. That's all you need. There's, there's going to be opposition. There's going to be challenges, you know, breaking down barriers and, and, and really evaluating and drawing back on boundaries to be able to step into what God has called you to do. I am telling you the truth It's going to feel uncomfortable, but is it worth it? Yes, it is. It is absolutely worth it. A million times worth it. Like I couldn't even wrap my head around how, you know, how blessed I feel because of my yes, you know, even when things seem out of place or I'm like, uh, I don't think I can, I don't think I can do this. Like, this is not me. I don't think this is for me. I'm, you know, even surpassing the shame and the guilt and the frustration and the trials and, and things like that. It's like, my yes carries me. My yes carries me. And that's all God needs to be able to say, okay, I got this, I got this person. I got your back, you know? So, um, it, it is, uh, it is honestly a journey that I am like, God equipped me for. And let me tell you, let me, let me be honest with you too, right? Um, Or continue, (laughs) continue to be honest with you, right? Um, sometimes, when you're drawing back on boundaries, so that way it doesn't limit God and what he's trying to do and you don't miss out on what God has for you. Sometimes, a lot of times, let me let me clarify that, a lot of times the enemy will try to creep up and will try to tell you, nah, this ain't you, this is not you, this is, th- this doesn't work for you. Remember what happened. This doesn't do this. Remember what happened. This doesn't do this. Remember this person did this to you. That's why you created this boundary. Like now you want to change it, you must want to get hurt, or it tries to, re- or the enemy will try to remind you of how you once felt that kept you in that space of creating that boundary which ultimately we often think sometimes we often think that boundaries are for other people but sometimes if you let that boundary circum you that boundary can actually bound you up you get what I'm saying <laughs> oh come on now like that boundary can bound you up If we don't control it and allow for God to really be able to do what he is, what he wants and desires to do for us, what he's meant to do for us, you know, so we have to get into a a state of mind of being able to say, you know what, God, these thoughts and these feelings are creeping up, but I'm silencing the enemy today. I'm silencing the enemy in this area because I gave you a yes with this boundary. I gave you a yes in this area of my life, whether your boundary, whether it's, uh, you know, at work, at church, at school, at home in relationships and friendships, you know, even with yourself, we have boundaries all over the place, but God can work in every area of our lives if we allow him to. So, do know that there's no once you say yes, there's no limit to where God can operate in any area of your life, right? None at all. So, it brings so here's the thing. And I wanted to share this with you, right? Um so an example, a good I feel like it's a good example. Um so there was a situation like a year ago um where i have i ha- i have a neighbor that we weren't seeing eye to eye there was like too much fog in the air and it was just a situation where it's just kind of like the fog just became thicker and thicker and thicker and we just could not see eye to eye. And it was just like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I can't, we not, I'm not going to do this. Um, There's no back and forth. Like if anybody knows me, if anybody knows Kissy, um, my family and my close friends will tell you, Kissy do not like, I'm not going to invest a lot of time in something that I feel is, um, nonsense right? Like I'm just going to rope it off and be done. I'm going to say what I say and that's it. And then I'm done rope off. Like that's it. Well, that was a situation that had taken place. And last year also, like, and that had, so the time frame was like the beginning of last year, let's say. And then when God started dealing, dealing with me with that was like towards the end of last year. In fact, when I had COVID, oh my gosh, when I just said COVID that, felt like I just cursed. Um, but yes, I had I had covid. Oh my gosh, my family had covid. And um my covid had turned into pneumonia. It oh my goodness, it turned into pneumonia and I was so sick. But I refused to allow for the enemy to keep me down and make me think that I was going to die or that any of my family was going to die from this. So I, I started weak in my body and everything. Like the Holy spirit was like, you need to get up and you need to posture yourself to pray. I'm talking about bones was aching My bones was aching. Couldn't think straight. Um, I was angry at the fact that I even had caught COVID because I took measures. I, I took measures to prevent myself from having COVID because I do have a special needs child, which is my eldest son. And... I was just like, like, I can't I can't get this. I can't I can't get COVID. So when I found out that I had COVID, it was like I felt like it was the end of the world for me. Um, whole attitude, everything. But then God started really dealing with me. It was like, you need to get up, you need to posture yourself to pray. This is just the trick of the enemy. And with you, you know, stepping out on faith and trusting me in such a vulnerable moment in your life. I'm going to show you some things. And not only am I going to show you some things, but you're still going to have to do a little work. And mind you, God's not going to put more on you than you can't bear. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, God, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing what you're asking me to do. So what's up? What is it that you need me to do? So, you know, by this time, you know, I'm over COVID, but I still have the symptoms of pneumonia And God is like, I need you to apologize to, I need you to apologize to your neighbor. Love thy neighbor. I'm like, what? I'm like, you want me to do what right now? I'm like, I'm sick. Cough, cough. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh -uh, I can't do this. And so God was like, well, why not? You can do all things. Like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, but apologize. Like, I'm like, all right. So I seen this neighbor Once and I didn't say nothing While I was walking around cause you know I'm trying To get my lungs back um, Together I'm trying to get my lungs Healthy and you know stuff like that So I'm walking around the neighborhood I seen her one time and then I seen her a second time on a different occasion, and I still didn't say anything. So then I got myself into a posture one night, <clears throat> and I, I talked to God. And while I'm coming to him to worship, and I'm, you know, just in prayer, and I'm like, God, talk to me. And so I silenced myself. God immediately comes out and is like, why didn't you do what I asked you to do? And I said, um, because I'm scared. I already knew what he was talking about. I said, because I'm scared. I am scared of rejection. Like, what if I go up to this individual that you're telling me to go and apologize to? And they're like, nope, I don't want to hear it. Or they're like, they just kind of shy away from me and just completely ignore me. And I'm literally doing what you're asking me to do. He's like, I didn't ask you to care about what the other person's response is going to be. He said, I asked you to do something and I need for you to do it. And I said, okay. He said, because the only approval that matters is mine. The fact that I know that you've done what I asked you to do is the only thing that matters. Now, the outcome of it on the, on the receiving end, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but I need you to do what you, what I asked you to do. And I said, okay. So long story short, um, I had seen this individual and I was so timid and I was just like, Hey, if you don't have, if if you have a moment, um, I would like to just come to you and apologize about what had taken place. Like I, you know, I just want to clear the slate. I want to clear the fog, the um, fog. And I just want to let you know that I really do apologize for any offense. I want to apologize for the things that I may have said. Um, I just want to apologize. And the individual was like, you know, they received that apology. They said they were, you know, that they apologized as well. And I was like, okay, great. But then in that, the same day, the individual was like, oh, I heard that, you know, your family was stricken with COVID. And I, you know, I... I hope that you guys are okay and you know I was worried and stuff and I was like wow that's really nice I wasn't expecting that <laughs> I was not expecting that and um in that um this individual was like can you wait right here for a moment I need to I, I got something in the house for you and I said okay sure and so while I waited there um this individual came back out with a, a card in an envelope and was like here this is for you and your family and I said oh well you didn't have to do this this is really nice of you and you know thank you and she's like I wanted to do it and you know stuff like that so I was just like okay I'm (laughs) listen I'm not I was not expecting anything I was just completely caught off guard and when when this individual gave me a card in an envelope I honestly just thought that that was it that it was just a card like a get well card or something I don't know Um, but then when I opened up the card, um, it had a monetary gift in there. And I was just like, I was so full of joy to see how God was moving in my life. You know what I mean? Um, because oftentimes when God tells us to do what we feel makes us uncomfortable, we miss out on God trying to show us a blessing. We miss out on blessings. You know what I mean? And You know, it it wasn't so much about the monetary gift or the card or anything like that. It was just more so about God moving. And it was a stamp of approval as to why God says, act in obedience. So that way I can bless you. You just simply acting in obedience opens doors for you that you wouldn't even expect is coming your way. You know, it's opening blessings. It's opening people to you know, bless you in ways that you would not have expected, even to come from an in particular individual, you would not expect it. But God is a God that he he works on time and he knows and God didn't tell me that I was to be expecting anything he knew already. But he was just like, I want to push her to the test and see how much is she willing to break down this draw back on this boundary that she feels protects her from hurt protects her from rejection to actually being able to experience what drawing back on your boundary does if you trust me if you do what i ask if you act in obedience like this is these are the things and it was just it was a small token but it was a token that meant so much and so now if you ask me i it, the relationship for those of you who are wondering um the relationship between my neighbor and I is it's cordial it's hey how you doing even some little small talk here and there it's hey how you doing you know god bless or whatever but it's it's like none other when you see god really moving in the midst of any situation little or big you know Um, Smaller grand, whatever, you know, it's it's really a blessing. It really is. So that was even more so of a reason for me to be like, you know, God, to really do this reevaluating and do some self inventory of like what boundaries I have that are making it a challenge for you to step in and show me who you are. Help me to relinquish them. Help me to just kind of draw back on them, you know, with wisdom, with, with, listen, ladies, wisdom, <laughs> wisdom is key. Cause you don't want, like, I'm not encouraging you to walk around in this earth, um, boundary list if that's a that, that's not a word but without any boundaries i'm not encouraging you to do that at all i'm just simply saying you know let's not have our boundaries interfere with what god is trying to do so with that being said this concludes episode 1 we made it through y'all we made it through and i am so excited i'm elated you you already know i've already expressed this but um please if you have not yet already connected with woman in light on facebook do so follow share like i don't know tell somebody you know even um, check out the web page you can read a little bio about who i am if you're trying to inquire about who i am or even to see what i look like i don't know you can also access the podcast any podcast that you um miss you can access it on the website um, also, you can look up um, the podcast Woman in Light on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, Desert, whatever. Just do it. And when you do it, share it if you feel like it's going to bless somebody else. Because let me tell you, it's not about me. I'm not here about what I can do. Because like I told you before, none of this would be done if it was Dependent upon me alone This is about God This is about drawing us closer to Christ Embarking on this woman and life journey together As a sisterhood Okay And trailblazing this earth with our light And making our relationship with Christ public Okay We are putting an eviction notice on the enemy. We're telling the enemy, you got to go. You got to go because we unpacking. We unpacking some things to overcome some things and let God take over all things in our life. Okay. So God bless. I love you guys dearly and make sure you stay tuned next week, Thursday, the 30th. It Oh my gosh. The 30th is the last day of June, the last day of the month of June. Okay. Where is time going? I don't know. But I do know that my my nine-year-old literally just turned nine two weeks ago. Okay? And I'm just like, what? what is happening with the time? What is happening with the time? This boy is a giant now. And then my four-year-old, he's just growing like a sprout. Like what, what is happening with time? So needless to say, time is of the essence. So get on it. Let's get on the ball. Tune in next Thursday, June 30th of 2022 for episode two and tell somebody, tell a friend, tell a mom, tell a sister, tell a daughter, tell... Tell somebody, a co worker. I don't know. Tell your dog. I don't know. And if you got a cat, tell that too. So let me say this I love you guys. Have a great day. And God bless Women of Light Strong.